Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Are you ready to hear word of God tonight? Come on, put your hands together and receive our senior pastor, our pastor Israel Martinez. Praise the Lord. Come on, give God a praise in this house. He is worthy to be praised. Come on, that's all we got. Come on, let's lift him up one more time. Come on, if you've been waiting for your miracle, if you've been waiting for a breakthrough, this is the moment. Let's set the atmosphere. Let's believe God for greater. Let's believe God for the more of God tonight. Amen. I don't know about you, but I came in expectancy of a great move of God. I'm asking God for the supernatural to take effect here. I'm asking God for revelation. Amen. I'm asking God for discernment. I'm asking God, let my eyes see your glory. Let my eyes see your glory. Here on earth, come on, let's shift heaven here on earth. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we need a miracle. We need a miracle. We need some breakthrough, God. We need some chains to be broken. We need need deliverance, God. We need to see the manifestation of your glory. Father, send your presence in this place, God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, amen. He came to listen to your praise. He came to listen to your, to hear your worship. Amen. I don't know what you came to receive, but he's waiting on you to initiate the contact. You got to respond to the presence of God. He's here as a mighty warrior. He's here to deliver you. He's here to set you free. But he wants to hear your cry out. Can somebody give God a praise like they never prayed before? Come on, I know you've been waiting for something. I know you've been yearning for something, for the more of God. I know, I know, I know there's been some struggles. I know there's been some setback. I know that the enemy has come like a flood to attack you. But I believe that no weapon formed. And I also believe that the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against the enemy who has come against your home, who has come against your matrimony, who has come against your job. I don't know what attack the enemy has released over your life, but you got to wait on God. Somebody had to wait on God. Wait! Wait on God! He will make a way where there is no way. He is a living God. He's not dead. He's able. He's able. Woo! You may sit, but don't sit your praise. Wait on God. I come to tell you that's all we can do is wait on God. I'm not waiting for Biden. I'm not waiting for the government. I'm not waiting for subsidized. I'm not waiting for a check. I'm not waiting for nothing but God. Amen. I'm waiting for the living God to show up in my home because no one can fix what God only can fix. I don't know where you've been going to, who you've been looking at, who you've been seeking. I come to tell you that the only way is Jesus. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. There's no other way. If you want light in your home, it's through Jesus. If you want peace in your home, it's through Jesus. If you want provision, it's through Jesus. If you want healing, it's through Jesus. If you want your family to be saved, it's through Jesus. If you need deliverance, it's through Jesus. If you need demons to flee from your home, it's through Jesus. It's through the mighty power of Jesus. I come to tell you
Victory is on the way. Deliverance is on the way. Breakthrough is on the way. Jesus is here. And when Jesus is, nothing else can abide. Nothing else can live. When Jesus is, there is freedom of expression. Freedom of lifting up hands. Somebody ought to shout glory. Come on. He abides in the praises of his people. Let him in tonight. Make some room for the Spirit of God. Waiting on God. Wait on God. People deny you. People offended you. People stole from you. The devil stole from you. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come to tell you, wait on God. The Bible promises that God fights our battle. It's not your battle, it's the Lord's battle. Amen. You've been fighting a fight you cannot win. Let God fight your wild battle. Stand still and watch the mighty hands of God. David said, my help comes from the Lord. I don't know who you've been seeking, but my help, I will look up to the mountain where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. I come to tell you, he has come to rescue you. He has come to rescue your child. He has come to rescue your son and daughter. I don't care what crack or drug has taken over them. God can deliver them today. I need a praying mom that can pray through victory. I need a mother that can pray and believe God. That God can do it. I need a... I need a father to stand in the gap and say I'm waiting on God. Everybody denies me. All the doors are closed. But God said he will open the doors that have been closed. He said he'll make a way for me. Come on, tell him he's making a way. He's making a way. But what happens when we've been waiting so long and we don't hear his voice and we don't see God moving in our favor. What do we do when we don't hear his voice? What do we do? What, what happens? Have you been there where you've been praying and fasting for years, but you don't see no results? And the enemy confuses you and thinks and makes you think that God is not hearing your voice, that God is not hearing your cry. I come to tell you, he's listening. Touch your neighbor, tell him he hears you. He hears you. Keep praying, keep praying. Keep fasting, keep believing, keep walking forward, keep believing God. He hears you. Amen. He hears you. You've been crying out for healing. You've been crying out for salvation. You've been crying out for deliverance. God hears you. Times can be tough. Times can be hard. But God hears you. I come to tell you it's not in your time. It is in the Lord's time. It's not in human intervention or human time or your clock, amen. It's when God says he's going to do it. And I come to tell you that if God said it, he will do it. He, he's a God that cannot lie. If he promised you that your son will be a, a, a worshiper, a, a preacher, he's going to be a worshiper and a preacher. I don't care if he's going to be a preacher in the prison, but he will be a preacher right in there. It doesn't matter where. If God said he will do it, he will do it. Somebody been waiting on the voice of God. He's been speaking to you tonight. Wait on God. Sit and wait. Oh, but I've been there. When I've been praying and crying out to God and I don't see anything. Depression comes in. Anxiety. 
all kinds of things become to begin to penetrate it and try to influence your decisions because the enemy tells you that it's not going to happen. It's too late. And years go by and years go by and you say, God, I'm still struggling. God, I'm still dealing with this, this issue. I'm still dealing with the situation and I see no change. Have you ever been there that you've been praying and fasting and praying and fasting and praying and fasting and you see no result? Amen. Habakkuk was there. In Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 2, Habakkuk tells the Lord, the prophet tells God, How long, O oh Lord, must I call for your help? But you do not listen. How long did I call for your help, but you don't listen? Habakkuk found himself in a situation where Israel and chaos was all over the city and the world, and Israel was in decay, and, and violence was all over, like we see here today in the world. And he's crying out, God, where are you? Why are you allowing this? Why you don't hear my prayer? Have you been there? Have you been praying for something or for somebody or for an opportunity and never arise? And you think God doesn't hear you. He cried out. But if you go to chapter 2, verse 2, you know when we cry out to God, there is an appointed time when God answers your prayer. And that's what I love about God. You cannot give up. I come to tell you, do not give up on your prayer because there is a divine appointed time that God will answer your prayer. I come to, I'll say it again. There is an appointed time that God will, hear the word will. Hallelujah. There's no doubt but will answer your prayer. He said, pray and I will hear your cry out. Cry out to me and I will deliver you. God is a God of promise. He's not a God of man of man that will lie or change his mind. And the Lord says to Habakkuk, and he says, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. Say with me, fulfilled. There is a time that what God has predestined for your life and the promises that has been prophesied over you will be fulfilled. There is a time that, would have, that it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for this thing will surely come to pass. Just be patient. Say with me, just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter that it feels that it's been overdue. It doesn't matter that it feels that, that it's delayed when God is going to do something or when God is about to do something. It's never delayed. It's always on the right time. That's the God you serve. I come to encourage somebody here and let them know God never will show up in your situation late. It may, you may got a report that says you're going to die, but you're not going to die until God says you're going to die. No man can dictate what God has predestined for your life. If God said you shall live, you shall live. Even though you see that you're dead. Hallelujah. Lazarus, come forth. Martha thought that Jesus was late. Come on, be patient, be patient. It may look to your mind or your eyes that he's late, but he's not late. He's a God that wants to impact not only your life and not only your home, but your entire family. Maybe you've been waiting for God to show up and God say, wait, I'm trying to reunite your whole family so they can see and witness the glory of God. It's not about when you want him to show up. It's when he needs to show up. Come on. You're not listening to me. I said it's not on your time. It's not on your clock. Wait on God. He's about to do something greater than your mind can understand. Your heart can perceive. God is a God of miraculous glory.
Isaiah 40, 31 says, but they who wait. Isaiah 40, 31 says, they who wait on the Lord. But those who wait, there's always a but. There's always a but with God. But if you wait, you shall see your miracle. But those who wait on the Lord, come on. This is not about getting ahead of God. This is about being patient and waiting on God. Patient means you trust God. Come on, does anybody trust God in this building? Those who wait, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. God is a God that will renew your strength. You can't run no more. God will cause you to run. You can't walk no more. God will give you the ability to walk forward in the midst of the fire, in the midst of situation. the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel the Spirit of God. But those who wait on the Lord, he's telling somebody to wait. Wait on God. Wait on God. Come on, touch your neighbor. Tell him, wait on God. Somebody's been waiting a long time. I don't know. You've been praying in secret, in your secret place, in your secret room. Your mother doesn't know what you've been praying for. Your dad doesn't know what you've been praying for. Nobody in your home knows what you've been praying for or what you've been dealing for, dealing with. But God is saying, I hear you. Come on. He's telling you, I hear your voice. I know what you're going through. I come to tell you and confirm that I hear your praise. I hear your cry out. I know what you struggle. I I know what you're dealing with. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're going through. Just hang, hang on. That's the prophetic word tonight. Hang on. Hang on to Jesus. Tie the rope on Jesus. Don't let go. Come on, tell somebody. I need somebody to prophesy to somebody. Touch your name and tell them, don't let go. Don't let go. Hang on. Jesus is on his way. Those who wait on the Lord, but if we wait, but if we believe, whoo, then it's hard to believe that when everything else says not to believe. When you have actually, as a human, the right to not believe, but this is spiritual. This is supernatural. That's why the Bible said it's not by sight, not by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. Come on. Not by might. In other words, not by the government, not by the not, not by your human intervention or your skills or your knowledge. It's not by might. It's not by the power, the authority, the people that you know in your household. It's about my power. It's about the Holy Spirit. Come on. Hallelujah. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? If you understand what I'm talking about, you better give that Holy Spirit a, a praise because He's the one that's gonna deliver you. He's the one that's gonna satisfy your soul. He's the one that's gonna bring the breakthrough. It is. God through the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus said to the disciples, don't go anywhere. Wait on the Holy Spirit. If you dry tonight, wait on the Holy Spirit. You're hurting. You can't fight this by yourself. You can't fight this with your knowledge or your heart or your understanding or the years you have in churches through the power of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus understood that I don't care that you witnessed me. I don't care that you saw me die. It doesn't even matter that I rose. It doesn't matter. I need you to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to resist the devil, to resist attack, to stand in the gap in the midst of fire and situations. 
Many of us give up because we're not baptized. Many, many of us surrender in the midst of chaos because we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't leave this building without the presence of the Holy Spirit. Don't leave the building without the double portion. You made mistakes. God can forgive you. God can restore you. Just wait on God. He's working in behind the scenes. He's not in the lane. He's not slowing down. He loves you like the first day he met you. You're the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same God that saw you sin is the same God that can erase it tonight. The same God that witnessed you sin and turned your back on him. He's the same God that stretches his arm and say, I'm here to deliver you. I'm here to sanctify you again. I'm here to restore you. I'm here to lift you up. Somebody out of shout glory. I'm here. I'm here. Wait on God. Wait on God. Wait on the Lord. Trust me, says the Lord. Wait on me, 
says the Lord. Wait on me, says the Lord. I don't care what negative report you have gotten. I don't care who said you're not able. I don't care who said you're not going to make it. God is saying, wait on me. Wait on me. Wait on me. Wait. He said, wait. I'm going to open the doors. I'm going to break you loose. It is me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Step by faith. Walk by faith. Rise up against the rise like an eagle. Rise like an eagle. So when I say, come on, give the Lord a hand praise if you will tonight. Most of us would rather do anything but wait. Wait is the hardest thing to do as a believer, but it's the most effective weapon that we have. Because wait allows us to understand that we don't, we're not God, we, we trust God. We're waiting on an appointed time for the Lord. We all got to wait. We all got to wait. Most of us don't like to wait, but everything in this human life has to do with waiting. You wait on a doctor's on a, on a doctor's appointment. You wait, amen, for, for a closing of a house. You wait for the report whether it's going to be positive or negative. You wait, amen, for, uh, for unanswered prayers. We are all waiting. We wait. But God says, if you wait on me, you, will, you shall receive your breakthrough. Hold on. Hold on. I come to tell you tonight that God will remain faithful. Habakkuk said, God, where are you? And God was telling him, this is what I've been planning the whole time. As I was listening to your prayer, I was working behind the scene. Although you didn't understand what I was doing, I was working already. This, this, this is where trust comes in. This is, this is where we go into a secret place and we said, I'm not going to fight this battle that I can't fight. It. I'm just going to sit here and wait on God. Because I know who he is. Waiting is not a normal part of life. But waiting demonstrates our spirituality. Impatience says that we are immature spiritually. When we are impatient, we're telling God we are immature spiritually. And God is saying, remain faithful to me. Remain faithful to me. You shall see the glory of God. Waiting is God saying to us that you can move forward although you think you can. God will give you the strength you need to move forward. Waiting reminds me that I'm not in charge, that God is in charge. Come on, somebody. Waiting reminds me, hallelujah, that it is God that's going to do the miracle, not me. Amen. That it is God who I trust and not in human intervention. Waiting means, amen, that I have the ability to give praise in the midst of the darkness. Waiting means that I understand, although I am through the valley of shadow of death. Amen. God 
Hallelujah will be with me in the shadow of valley of death. It means that I can praise him in my storm. It means like right now, I can give him the most radical praise ever heard here on the earth. Come on, somebody out of shout glory. If you are impatient, you're doubting God. And I come to tell you that impatience will lead to costly mistakes. How many know that our impatience has got us into some mess? Some of us are impatient with, with, with the person that God wants to align our life with, which will bless us for the rest of our future. And we choose to select whoever we want. And we get into a mess because we're impatient. And impatient will cost us greatly. And God is saying, allow me to position the right person for you and start chasing after the wrong person. Come on, somebody. Because the wrong person for being impatient, you're going to pay a high price. But when God sends somebody, he will send them to uplift you, to compliment you, to love on you. And it's going to be, hallelujah, heaven on earth. Come on, somebody. But when you are impatient, you get into trouble. Hallelujah. And the devil will come in and destroy your life. Abraham got impatient and he went and he could not wait no more on God. And he went and married the high God and have, had Ishmael, who brought pain and destruction over his life. Because God had promised a child and the child never came. And he said, I guess God, I guess let me help God. God does not come to tell you, you don't, God does not need your help. When we try to create, instead of waiting on God, we get in trouble. And God is saying, back up and let me work. It's not your battle, it's the Lord's battle. Back up and let me fix it. Just trust on me. Pray your way through. Somebody ought to pray in the hallway. Somebody ought to pray wherever they at. Believe in God for more. And because Abraham failed to be patient at that moment, he had to wait another 40 years for Isaac to be born, his blessing. I wonder how many, because of lack of, lack of trusting God and, hallelujah, and waiting on God, has gotten themselves in a mess that themselves got in. And not God putting you there. Hebrews says that after, after being patient another 40 years, Abraham, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 15 says, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. Amen. Come on, somebody. Sarah was 90 years old and Abraham was 100 years old. I come to tell you, it doesn't matter how long you've been waiting. If God said it, he's going to do it. Just keep believing. Just keep marching. Just keep moving forward. March. Hallelujah. March forward. Believe in God. It is your attitude, your attitude that will bring your blessing. King Saul had it every day. King Saul had an anointing over him. If you don't believe me, even, even King Saul, King, King David said, I can't touch the anointing of God. And just because you have an anointing doesn't mean you're out of line. Just because you're anointed doesn't mean that you're not out of the will of God. You may still be carrying anointing and, and be out of the will of God. 
But because Saul was impatient and did not wait for the prophet Samuel, the Bible said that he went ahead of God and he anointed something that he shouldn't have anointed. And because of that, Samuel came and told him because you could not wait on God. Hey, God will remove you from the throne. God will take away your blessing. Amen. Well, I don't know. Somebody has crossed the line and God has taken away that blessing. But tonight, God wants to give you restoration. How did, oh, come on. Maybe you made a mistake and went on your own. But God is saying, if you realize that it is me that can give you the victory and you come back to me tonight, I will restore you to the former state. I will give you what the devil stole. Oh, somebody's grabbing it. I will give you back what the devil stole from you. Come on, somebody. I believe in the God that when you wait on him, he's a God of restoration. He's a renewing God. He's a God that will restore you, rebuild you. Hallelujah. I love God. I love the Lord. I said impatience is costly and God will not honor impatience. So as a believer, although it's the hardest thing, that's the number one thing we need to understand. We need to understand that we have to be patient because one of the things that we need to understand that, that Daniel says, the, says it the most. He says that, that when he was praying, his answer wasn't not was not answered. His prayers were not answered. And he was trying to figure out what's going on. And he prayed for 40 days and fasted for 40 nights. And until an angel came and said, from the first day that you started to pray, I heard your God, heard your prayer. But the prince of Persia stopped me. We as Christians have to understand the reason maybe you, you your, your blessing has been delayed, not because of God, but there are spiritual realms and demonic oppression holding back your blessing and telling you you're not going to get it. But if you are persistent in prayer if you are persistent believing God God will make a breakthrough and your answer to your prayer will be delivered come on somebody that's why you can't stop praying that's why you can't stop believing press 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 come on I'm telling somebody hang on keep praying hang on keep praying there is a battle in the atmosphere there is war in the atmosphere there is war in the atmosphere so you're saying, God, 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 I've been praying. And, and God is saying, the first day you kneel down to, to ask for a prayer. The first day you prayed to me, I heard you. Come on. Come on, I'm telling somebody right now that God heard you. It could be five years, but God heard you the first time. But what if, what if I tell you that there is a war in the heavenly realm? Demonic, dem, demonic, satanic war holding, the, holding back the response from God for your blessings. And if you give up, you never, you're never going to hear it. Look at this. Watch this. The Bible said that when the angel, when the angel pressed God through, was because God sent help and sent angel Miguel to help in the battle. And the angel was able to escape and give the answer to Daniel. But it says, the revelation here says that, that the battle continued with the angel Miguel. The, the battle continued. He still was in battle. In other words, what am I saying? That although you got your breakthrough, doesn't mean it's over yet. Although you got your blessing and your answer to your prayer, the devil is still fighting for you not to get the rest of your blessing. Come on. How many know that God is a God of overflow? That God gives you more than what you need? It's not. He's not done with you yet. He's not finished with you. If you believe that, give him a praise tonight. You see, faith and, 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 faith and, and patience walk together. 
You have to have faith and you have to have patience. And waiting on God doesn't mean you sit down, you sit do nothing. Waiting on God doesn't mean you sit. Waiting on God, that means you, you are proactive in the kingdom. You are working the field. You, a farmer does not expect to, to get a harvest without planting a seed. A farmer's wait for the harvest because he knows he planted. Come on, he has to wait, but he knows he did something for the outcome. Come on, you can't just you can't just expect God to do a miracle and you do nothing. You gotta press through the crowd. You gotta touch his garment. You gotta do your part, and God will do his part. Come on, somebody, you're not listening to me right now. You you gotta pray. You gotta believe. Your attitude gotta be in check for God to do the miracle. Romans chapter eight verse twenty five says, "But if." But if, there's always a but, a but in God. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. If we hope for what we don't see, the Bible says that we have to wait for it patiently. Oh, many of us give up on things, on dreams, and we give up on, on what God has spoke to us over a prophet and everything. Oh, it's not going to happen. He said, no, we don't see it, but we wait for it patiently. I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up on God. I have not seen everything that God has promised me yet. And although I may be going through some stuff, and although, I, you know, I, I go through stuff as a pastor, I, I go through, like, God, didn't you say, why are we still struggling here? Why are we still, still trying to build your kingdom? Why is it Fort Pierce still trying to not open yet? God, all this stuff goes through my head, and I'm praying, but God is telling me, Israel Martinez, your pastor, wait on me. If I said it, I'm going to do it. Wait. Just keep pushing. Just keep believing. I am your resource. I am the way maker. I am who I said I am. Hallelujah. Come on. He's telling you to wait like he's telling me to wait. How many are waiting on God today? Lift up your hands if you were waiting on God. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. So if you've been waiting on God tonight, if you've been waiting on God tonight, you're not the only one waiting. So don't let the devil tell you I'm the only one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego waited. And they ain't wait like some of us in this nice pew and in this night AC. They waited on the fire. They waited on the fire. They waited on the pressure. But guess what? God showed up under pressure. There's something about God that when you can't humanly fix it, he shows up in the midst of the moment that you think there's no way for this to be fixed. That's when God shows up because why? God is a God of glory. He wants all the glory to be for him. He doesn't want you to connect it to your boss. He doesn't want you to connect it to your family. He wants all the glory. Wait, maybe God is waiting for the end result for you to say, I can't no more. God, here it is. Take it. Take it. Maybe God is waiting for you to release it. Take it. I'm in the bottom. I can't go deeper. I can't go lower than what I am. And that's when he shows up. But if there's a possibility to a possibility that you can fix it yourself. God is not going to show up. Because God doesn't want you to fix it. He wants to do it. He wants all the glory. So if tonight you've been waiting for ministry, you're like, God, I've been waiting. I've been coming to church. I want a ministry. 
Well, get on board. You're not the only one. Jesus waited 30 years for ministry. Come on, somebody. You say, I've been waiting, but Jesus waited 30 years for ministry. Come on. How long you been waiting? Six years, three years? I want to open my... No, no, wait. Joseph waited 13 years, and he got a dream, and God said, I'm going to do this. He went through a pit. He went through jail, and then to the palace. Where you been through? What you been through? That you can't wait. He didn't, he didn't curse God. He didn't say, where are you, God? He waited. Somebody's about to be transitioned to the palace because they waited, hallelujah, on God with the right attitude, with the right mindset, and with the right humility, and God will give you the breakthrough and the promotion you've been looking for. Wait. Moses waited 40 years for God in the desert. Where you been waiting? Abraham waited 25 years. Noah waited 125 years for God to set in the rain. Woo. And you got people giving up three years in, two years in. Where is God? Imagine hammering for 125 years and not a drop of rain, but God said it. Think about that. And then after God shows up with the rain, he had to wait how many years inside of the ark? The, the ark. Waiting for God to give him now dry land. Come on, somebody. So if you've been waiting, keep waiting. Keep waiting. Wait on God. Amen. He's a God that will not lie. He's going to do it. Caleb waited, Caleb waited 40 years for the land that God had promised him. Just wait. We all got to wait. But when we are faithful in our waiting, for some reason, God is able to, what can take a year, he can do it in a, in a, in a day, he can do it in a month. That's why a thousand and one days, like a thousand and a thousand, like one day, God doesn't work in our time. Jacob displayed great patience when he was working and he agreed to work for the woman that he loves. How hard is he working for the right person to be in your life? He worked seven years and then had to work another, an additional seven years because he was in love. And God said, that's the one. Be patient. Stand to your feet with me tonight. Listen to what I'm about to say right now. What God does in us while we wait is as important as what it is we're waiting for. What God does as inside of us as we wait, what God does in us while we wait is as important as to what, what we are waiting for. Jesus told his, his disciples, don't go anywhere until you are anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I said this before, impatience is a mark of immaturity and unbelief. It's, it's a, a sign of the flesh manifesting in us. It's the mark of the flesh in us. When we react and, and we explosive and we and we make wrong decisions because we couldn't wait on God and the, the enemy tricked us is a mark of the flesh. But the Bible says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Uh, anything else is fruit of the flesh. goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Be still in the presence of God, of the Lord. He says, Psalmist says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Psalm 37, 7. Seek the Lord and not solutions. 
copy God in your life. Remember, God is with you tonight. I want you to close your eyes to me because I know that I want to pray for some people tonight because I know some people are struggling and, and, and they're not in a, in a good place where they used to be. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray right now tonight. But victory is guaranteed in you, God, if we keep praying and believing, God. It's not a matter of when it's going to, it's not a matter if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen, God. It's not a matter if it's going to happen, it is going to happen. It's going to happen. Like if a, a pregnant mother doesn't know the exact time she will deliver, she knows she will deliver. No one can stop the delivery. It will come. Amen. Wait for it. Wait for it. Don't give up now. Wait. It's coming. It's coming. I'm come to tell you it's coming. Wait. No one can stop it. No one can stop it. It's coming. We are enlarged when we are waiting. It's like the woman that is pregnant. She's enlarged while she's waiting. We are enlarged with the presence of God and the and the anointing of God while we wait. Trust in the Lord. Activate faith and believe God. Be consistent with the Lord. Keep on asking. Listen to me. Keep on asking. And it will be given to you. Keep on looking and you will find it. Keep on knocking and the door will be open. Keep serving. Keep coming to church. Hey, amen. The Bible says don't forget to congregate. Keep coming. Keep pushing and don't give up. Keep sowing. Maybe one seed, then it's not going to grow. Maybe it's the second seed that's going to grow. Maybe it's the third. Maybe all of the seeds are going to grow. Keep sowing. Keep sowing. Don't give up. Wait on God. He is the one who gives the harvest. He is the one that gives the growth. It's not us. It is God. Father God, if anyone here wants prayer,